Welcome back to Midnight at the Movies. Alright, so just as a reminder, I've been reviewing every Friday the 13th movie. So if you are interested in that, you can go back and watch my reviews from the beginning of the series. And the first episode I did... I combined parts one through four into one episode, and then I've just been watching them and reviewing them individually since then. But tonight, we will be talking about Friday the 13th, part seven, The New Blood, which was released in 1988, directed by John Carl Buchler, Buchler, Beckler, something like that. And the synopsis says, Years after Tommy Jarvis chained him underwater at Camp Crystal Lake, the dormant Jason Voorhees is accidentally released from his prison by a telekinetic teenager. Now, only she can stop him. Oh man, to be honest, that sounds like they're taking this in a direction that I am personally not interested in. But, who knows, I haven't seen it yet. I also want to preface this episode by saying that there will be heavy spoilers, so if you have not seen Friday the 13th Part 7, I recommend not listening to this. If you don't care, then go ahead, but you have been warned. So with all that being said, let's jump into it. Friday, May 13th. It's Jason versus Tina. Don't go in there! The match made in hell. There goes the neighborhood. Friday the 13th, part 7, The New Blood, rated R. Starts Friday, May 13th at a theater near you. Alright, so, if I'm being completely honest, I, I don't know how I feel about this one. There was some stuff that I liked, there was some stuff that I didn't like, I still don't know how I feel about certain elements, but let's just get into it. So, they are going in a more supernatural route now, I guess. Although they kind of have been all along, but now they're including things outside of Jason being supernatural, which brings us to the girl. What's her name? Tina, I think. Yeah. So Tina is a supernatural girl that has telekinesis or whatever it's called, where she can move stuff with her mind. And in the very beginning, we learned that when she was younger, she got really mad at her dad for beating her mom, understandably. And then she, without really having control over it, ends up killing her dad. And it, it makes her a little bit crazy. I mean, who wouldn't be a little crazy after, after going through that? But her house is coincidentally right next to where Jason was chained to the bottom of the lake. And then years later, she's still having psychological problems. And her, her mom, and her doctor, for whatever reason, and this doctor is the creepiest guy ever, they decide to go spend some time at the family's lake house where these bad memories occurred for Tina. And somehow her telekinesis, thinking it's her dad, 
brings Jason back to life and unchains him from the bottom of the ocean. Now, I thought this was really stupid, and towards the beginning of the movie, I thought the whole premise of bringing in this girl with supernatural abilities was kind of a cop-out, and I didn't like the direction they were going. I thought they were kind of just grabbing at straws, trying to come up with any way they could to bring Jason back. But then later on in the movie, I start to kind of be okay with it and kind of like some of the stuff. Especially towards the end when uh, she has like her little battle with Jason and she, you know, using her ability, she takes the cord from one of the lamps or ceiling lights or whatever and hangs him from it and then drops him down to the basement. I thought that was really cool, but I still have mixed feelings about it because I still do think it's kind of stupid, but at the same time, I don't know why I'd you know, be surprised that the movies went in this direction. Because it's not like they're supposed to be grounded in reality. But let's talk about Jason for a second. I know this uh, this discussion is kind of all over the place. I really don't know what order to talk about things in regards to this movie. But I really liked Jason. I liked the way he looked in this one. I felt like it kind of... I really liked how he looked in the last one in part six, probably the most out of this whole series, but I I would definitely put this in second place. If we're just basing uh, my judgment on how Jason physically looks, I thought he looked the creepiest probably in this one, but I'd still give it second place to part six. But to be honest, the kills in this one just did not do it for me. I felt like they were really holding back. I felt like there was not much gore at all. They cut away from a couple kills so you don't see the gore. I don't know if this is like MPAA stuff or if they just decided, you know, these past few movies in the series haven't been quite as gory as some of the others. And I I kind of am curious as to how they made their decision about how much they're going to show. And I also wonder if there's like an uncut version of some of these because I would love to check those out. I personally, I think that's kind of a part of the fun of watching movies like this is to see the gore. And when they cut it all out or most of it, it kind of takes some of the fun away, you know? For me, at least. But now let's jump back to some of the plot lines. So this doctor guy, I hated him from the beginning. Turns out he is a complete douchebag who basically uses Tina's mom as a human shield and sacrifices her to Jason to, I guess, sort of save himself. And, you know, we found out he's been doing a lot of research on Jason and I'm still not completely sure what his motives were because it seems like a part of him wanted to document and unleash Tina's powers and another part of him really wanted to see Jason and was interested in that. I don't know. All I guess we really need to know is that he's a douchebag. So yeah, his kill is one of the ones that it's like it cut away and we didn't get to see it, but whatever. And I'm kind of, you know, mutual or not mutual, neutral 
on Tina's relationship with Nick. You know, I could take it or leave it. Uh, but I definitely, in the very end of the movie, when she resurrects her dad, who comes up and chokes da- Jason into the lake, I thought that was extremely stupid, and that almost ruined it for me. I am definitely uh, not a fan of how they decided to end it. It really felt like they were just uh, trying to come up with something. I mean, her dad, looking just like he did when she was a kid, comes out of the water, barely looking any different, somehow with a chain. I guess he took the chain from the boulder that Jason was, I don't know, and then chokes him out, and then everyone lives happily ever after. Except not really, because Tina's mom's dead, and she's got nobody left. But other than that, I guess everything's... Well, I mean, lots of people died, so it's not really a happy ending. I mean, (laughs) none of these movies are supposed to be happy endings. But you know what I mean. Uh, So, yeah. I don't know about this one. It was definitely better than number five. And yes, I'm going to keep talking shit about number five, about part five. I hated that one. But I don't think it was... uh, I don't know. This one is kind of... In the lower end, probably tied with part three for me. Maybe even a little lower. So, if I had to rank all of these, I would go... My favorite is still part four, the final chapter. Followed by number one, the original. Alright. Then, I would probably go number two. Followed by number three. Followed by... This one, and then number five. I think I included all of them in that list. Now, I've still not seen part eight, but that review is coming up, so stay tuned. But that is going to wrap up tonight's episode. I really don't know what else to say about this one. I was just, you know, kind of mutual on it. Uh, But yeah, be sure to subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with all of my latest episodes that will be coming out. You can also check out my YouTube channel, The Cornelius Collection, linked down below if you're interested in watching me talk about collecting physical media, collecting movies, collecting vinyl records, collecting everything that you can imagine. Go check it out. With that being said, thank you for listening. Have a great night, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace out.